Hello, this is Laser Axelman with the Liberty Block, and I just wanted to take a few minutes to share my prophecies for the coming months and maybe the next few years, because I've grown a little bit tired of prophesying everything that comes to pass, and then I go and tell people, well, you heard it here first, and there may or may not be record of it. So, for the record, here are the things that are coming down the line. One, so many people are going to be branded as domestic terrorists. It takes nothing to brand somebody as a domestic terrorist, and it all begins with the changing of language, which we're now seeing in the news every single day. Most recently, today or yesterday, there was a bill introduced that would label all MAGA rallies as domestic terrorist assemblies, or whatever the phrasing they're using might be. The fact of the matter is, if you speak out against the crown, or if you speak out against, you know, Stalin, you're a domestic terrorist, off to Gulag with you. This is going to happen. This bill, if it doesn't pass now, will pass whenever they try it a second time, which will be within a year. We also have the NDAA from Obama, which still is in effect, and allows for the indefinite detention without ever pressing any charges against anybody suspected of domestic terrorism. So, like we saw with the change to the NFA rule that reclassified a bump stock as being an entire machine gun in and of itself. Without any sort of legislation, it's extremely easy to just change what these rules mean. So legislation will actually pass that will make all MAGA rallies into terrorist assemblies. We already have something on the books that states anyone even suspected of domestic terrorism can be simply scooped up off the street and detained forever without anything ever reaching anybody. They'll never see a judge, they'll never see a jury, they'll never see any sort of process. There is no due process in America anymore. It's dead. A lot of people are going to be classified as terrorists. A lot of people in Congress who dare, dare to speak out against the powers that be will disappear. Josh Hawley will be the first. He's already a dead man. He's a marked man and it's over for him. Uh, just a quick aside about Hawley. The street in front of his office was painted over. If I were to do something like that, regardless of the messaging in it, I would immediately be arrested because these people very happily did it on video and in front of photographers. I would be arrested for disturbing the peace, for vandalism, with destruction of public property, probably half a dozen other charges. I may or may not sit in jail for it. I'll definitely see a big fine and it'll sit on my record forever. These people, on the other hand, are being celebrated. But that double standard is the norm, as we now know. Because while MAGA rallies, which are 99% peaceful, are going to be considered domestic terrorism, and while the rally at the White House, which saw, what, maybe two, three dozen people go inside, break a couple windows, and flip a desk, that is the end of the goddamned world. However, BLM protests that have caused over a billion dollars in damage in each of the last several calendar years, each of the last several calendar years, protests that have seen Trump supporters' hair lit on fire, and these things are all on video, cars blown up, people shot, buildings shot, police departments lit on fire, uh, cops chased out in mass, wanton destruction of property, cutting of fire hoses while firefighters are inside burning buildings, buildings that were set aflame by these very protesters. Those are peaceful protests. Those rarely see an arrest, and when they do see an arrest, nothing comes of it. And the person who was arrested becomes a martyr. The double standard is the new normal. This is, to call this a coup, would be to not give enough credit to the left, who have spent decades, decades, putting every single puzzle piece into place to enable what's happening right now. A coup is generally something that happens much faster. This is not a flash in the pan. This is brilliant and deliberate. 
this is so, so obvious to anybody who studies history, to anybody who's ever read anything from Lenin, from Stalin, from Saul Alinsky. This is the culmination of decades of work. This is the culmination of everything from 1984 that's been coming to fruition over the last 10, 20, even 30 years. The government listens to everything. We all know that they can subpoena everything from your phone, from your Alexa. We have invited those telescreens in 1984. We always wondered, well, how could the government see into your house? People would surely stop videos from being brought into your home, except now everybody's more than happy to go out and spend their own hard-earned money buying Alexa and Nest and Ring and this and that to the point where everybody happily has their entire house wired to record, often on video, absolutely everything occurring inside or outside their house 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which is all tossed into a database, which we know is being held in a database because there's been a massive think about this half a dozen times over the last year where, you know, there's actual evidence of it where people are accidentally getting recordings of other people and so on and so forth. The government can subpoena all of this. We invited the telescreens into our homes. 1984 was off by a couple decades, but it is here and it's only going to get so much worse. And now the last week or so, maybe a few weeks, we are really, really seeing what happens when you begin to change the language, when you begin to decide what constitutes terrorism or what constitutes constitutionality. We see all these people saying that the attack on the Capitol was a, whatever term they're using this week, I don't even know, but we keep seeing it as an attack on the Constitution, an attack on the Constitution. Now, you know what an attack on the Constitution looks like? It looks like Obama's Health Care Act. Show me where in the United States Constitution it says that the federal government or any level of government has any right to touch anything in health care. When you begin to make people apply for a permit, such as in Washington, D.C., and in most of the country, you have to apply for a permit to have your peaceful assembly. I'm sorry, show me where in the First Amendment it says you have the freedom to peaceably assemble if, of course, you apply for a permit, spend some money on it, and get approved by the local chief of police. That's crap. That's an attack on the Constitution. An attack on the Constitution is saying that BLM riots are fine, but mosques and synagogues are shut down for prayer services because, God forbid, 15 men get in a giant room together for 35 minutes to practice their religion. That's an attack on the Constitution. An attack on the Constitution is not protesting at the Capitol. It's not even storming the Capitol. It's not even the destruction of property. That's an attack on a building. That's not an attack on the Constitution. Absolutely not. If anything, that's the closest we've seen to an actual defense of the Constitution in probably a hundred years. However, the fallout is going to be tremendous and devastating for everybody. Right now, there is a wall erected around the Capitol building. Irony, because the same people supporting that wall, which is supposedly going to keep people out, are the people who are against a wall on the American-Mexican border because walls can't keep people out. Really? The National Guard has been sent from numerous states. I personally know someone from New York with the National Guard who was just sent down to Washington, D.C. for several weeks. There will be thousands of National Guard troops from Virginia in Washington, D.C. for the next several weeks. They have mobilized over 10,000 military troops to Washington, D.C. For what? Because a couple thousand people got together and 50 of them stormed a building? Really? How about the BLM protests, which were 10 times the size, saw death, saw destruction, and saw people being attacked in the streets like nothing? The National Guard was called out to very few of those less of those. They did less. The double standard is unbelievable. This is all coming. This is all coming now. And so much of it is already in place because it's insidiously been placed there for decades.
take the fact that so many people will be branded as criminally insane, which is so easy because the government already has their hands so deep in healthcare, and with a two-physician certification, you can lock somebody up forever without ever having to charge them with any kind of crime. You simply need two physicians to sign a piece of paper saying that they're potentially a danger to themselves or others, and goodbye. And once you've been labeled as crazy, actually getting out of that system is unbelievably difficult, which has been at the root of many, many, many lawsuits over the last couple decades. Because if somebody is branded as such, they show up in court, and then in court you essentially have physicians against that crazy person. And of course the jury is a lot less likely to listen to this one crazy guy over a handful of physicians. Getting out of that system is already impossible. Between the NDAA and the psychiatric system in the United States of America, absolutely anybody can be scooped up tomorrow, tossed in a cell, whether it's a padded room or a cement cell, it doesn't matter. They can be thrown in there forever without ever even so much as really being accused of anything. They can simply be made to disappear. We saw this with the gulags. We saw this under Chairman Mao. Welcome to America. It's the 21st century. It's a great time to be alive. We're going to see everybody start losing things to civil asset forfeiture, which is a really big legal term for we're going to steal everything you have because we can. That's going to happen. They're already removing everybody. They're burning down businesses. Uh, Parlor, which is a social media website that Trump supporters have eventually moved to because Facebook and Twitter kept banning them. So instead of saying, okay, it's a place where people can go after Facebook and Twitter have banned them, absolutely not. Now Parler is being universally billed as a breeding ground for domestic terrorists. See, it's all about the language you use. Parler has just been removed by Apple, by Google, and they had their servers pulled down by Amazon because Amazon is the one who hosts their servers. Their lawyers walked. Parler has just been bullied by everybody colluding. Parler has been basically blown out of existence and they're dead in the water. Collusion's never okay, and it's illegal, unless, of course, it's on the left, because that's where we live. The same way they went after Parler, they can go after any company, and they will, and they will. And the moment they label people a domestic terrorist, just like that, they seize your bank account, they seize your home, they seize your vehicle, they take everything, and it's legal. It's legal the same way it was legal to rat out Anne Frank and see them dragged off by the Nazis. It's legal the same way if you lived in Russia in 1966 and you saw somebody practicing a religious rite, any kind of festival, any sort of religious celebration, it was legal to watch them dragged off and shot in the street or sent off to a gulag in a train. The word legal has always been and remains one of the most dangerous words in any language because legal is only defined by whomever has the power at that moment. The conflation of legal and morally correct or in any way justifiable or absolvable is very, very dangerous. And that's where society is arriving at right now, where things are becoming legal that are terrifying and terrible and tyrannical. It will be legal to imprison domestic terrorists Sounds very nice on the face of it. Nobody has qualms with imprisoning a terrorist. Terrorists are dangerous. How do you define terrorist? Well, arbitrarily. Terrorist will be defined as anybody who disagrees with those in power. The same way it's been defined conveniently by every single tyrannical regime ever. 
That's how Pol Pot and Idi Amin defined it, and how Mao Zedong defined it, and how Ho Chi Minh defined it. If you speak out against the powers that be, you're a terrorist. If you're a terrorist, certainly punitive measures are called for. Terrorists are dangerous. And that's the narrative that's currently being written. That is the, the booby trap that we've all just tripped and the pit that we're falling into right now with society as a whole and America especially. This entire, if there's any one takeaway from everything that's happened in the last several months, really leading up to the last several days, that's it. It's that by redefining the terms, by redefining everything, anybody can be labeled a terrorist. Anybody can be labeled an enemy of the state, whether or not they are actually a terrorist or an enemy of the state. It is arbitrary, and what all those words actually mean is they in some way cause concern for those in power. They are a danger to the tyranny that has taken over society. That is labeled a terrorist now. Calling it un-American to storm the Capitol when sitting behind those doors are a bunch of treasonous legislators that are taking away your rights every single day. To call that un-American is a chutzpah heretofore never seen even in our own legislature. That is unbelievable. That is the most American thing of all. When after years and years and years and years and years of saying, hey, you're taking our rights, hey, you're taxing us to death, somebody finally walks in and even just shows up there, calling that un-American, but it's American to light the city of Baltimore on fire or burn Minnesota down. That's American, but it's un-American to fight for your right. And then they call this a constitutional crisis. Again, it's all about redefining terms. A constitutional crisis is when somebody violates the Constitution. It is not a violation of the Constitution to remove a tyrannical government. In fact, that is the basis of the Constitution. It's explicit in the Declaration of Independence. And it's why we have the rights that we have. It's why we have the right to bear arms. And if you are one of those people who think that the right to bear arms is in some way connected to self-defense at its heart, you are wrong. You are flatly wrong. Feel free to reach out to me and I will happily show you quote after quote after quote from the likes of Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Richard Henry Lee, the men who created the amendment and some of the most important men behind the entire creation of the United States of America and the Constitution. The Second Amendment and the right to bear arms is the right to defend yourself from a government that has overstepped its bounds. There is absolutely no doubt about this. There is no question about this. And it was never questioned ever, ever until the early 20th century when the first gun laws came into effect. There were no gun laws even after their so-called civil war, despite the Union having pitched that as a revolution against the United States of America, which it was not, but that's a different story. Even after that, anybody could have and bear any weapon loaded with any ammunition in every single state. There was never even a notion to take guns away from people. However, tyranny cannot happen if there is a properly armed populace, and so that goes away. We will lose way more gun rights in 2021, and we will lose even more gun rights in 2022. Losing bump stocks was nothing. There will absolutely be a federal magazine ban. Then the question becomes, will states have the balls to stand up to it and say, no, come here and enforce it? Because as some people now in the center and on the right are pitching is we need to move to nullification because they're going to take away every right. Well, you know who tried nullification first? South Carolina. That almost caused an actual war. That happened in 1832. Now, nullification is okay, but only if what you're nullifying is ICE, 
if you're nullifying marijuana laws, if you're nullifying anything to do with immigration, that is okay to nullify. Right now in California, you can smoke all the weed you want. In New York City, you can get a driver's license in Spanish or Chinese or Vietnamese or any other language, even though you do not have any real legal standing in the United States of America and you literally snuck your way into the country. You can get a driver's license, you can get rights, you can get various forms of welfare and so on and so forth. All of that is okay. They can nullify anything to do with immigration laws and nobody says boo. Well, here's some food for thought. What if the state of North Dakota tomorrow nullified the NFA that Ronald Reagan passed and said everybody can walk down the street carrying a bazooka and a squad automatic weapon loaded with anything they want? Just walk around with belt-fed ammunition. They let people have miniguns mounted on their pickup trucks. How long do you think these same people who are defending this nullification of immigration laws and of marijuana laws, how long do you think this would fly? How long do you think it would take Michael Bloomberg and Annie Town to go dump $25 million into fighting North Dakota tooth and nail? How long do you think it would take Congress to withhold all federal funding from the state of North Dakota? It would pass unanimously in 10 minutes. Nullification is only okay if you're nullifying things that the left wants. I'll stop here. There's a lot more to go on. I just wanted to get some predictions in front of a camera so that the next time I say, I called this first and I called this explicitly, people say, no, surely you couldn't have. I can point them to this video and say, as usual, I know exactly what's going to happen with the politics of America. I know exactly how society is going to fall apart in this country. I've been predicting this almost to a T since I was literally 15 years old and I'm really sick and tired of everybody telling me that I'm crazy up until things happen. So that's my latest set of, don't even think of it as predictions. Think of it as the news before it's taken place. Tune in next time. Liberty Block is always here to enlighten you.